0: Welcome to the Broken Images podcast. Um, we seek to cultivate conversations on life, theology, the Bible, culture, um, and, and curate consumable teachings and episodes based in Scripture on such topics. Today, I'm I'm kind of wrapping up um, some of my 2021 favorites in culture. Uh, Talk about movies, podcasts, TV shows, albums, books, etc um i might give my favorite of the year and then two honorable mentions uh on our instagram brkn images be cool to um to comment down what your favorites are as well um i mean 2021 has been a good year for a lot of these things um so i'm excited to kind of share but we got lots of big things um coming up in 2022 super excited for that I'm currently working on a website and merch, Um, working on more really good episodes today. Um, I'm recording this on Thursday the 9th. This episode will come out today because kind of last week I had a miscommunication with somebody um, and I was busy and so I couldn't get the episode out and so here we are. Um, But later today I'm recording with Brenda Blaine talking about asking hard questions in the church um in 2022 we're gonna have giveaways and lots lots more it's gonna be awesome um super excited for what god's gonna do in the future um but for now we got my 2021 favorites oh and if you also have not noticed i'm a little bit sick so if my voice sounds kind of funny i apologize uh starting off with albums my favorite albums of the year uh, two honorable mentions. This is kind of no surprise on who they are, but uh, First one's technically not an album. It's a mixtape, but it's Clouds by NF uh, Incredible incredible uh, project um, I've been waiting for another NF project since his last uh, the search and um, I'm glad he finally put something out. I mean uh, He had songs with Tech 9 um, his songs with, I believe it was Hobson, um, just in, incredible uh, disc- discography right there. Like clouds, a great song. That's a joke. I love it. Um, the song with Hobson and with Tech Nine are great. Um, each song felt different. Uh, people have that perception of NF that all his songs sound the same. I disagree, but that's personal opinion. And then a song that really made the album pretty amazing for me, even though I don't listen on a regular, it's not like a regular song that you would just listen to, but it's story. Um, and with that song telling a story, just simply, like, that's what it was, a uh, made-up story. And the way he could rap it uh, and, like, his cadence and his flow and just the lyrics he was writing, like, it was incredible, along with the music video. But, um. Another favorite album of mine has to be Donda by Kanye West. I mean, I feel like this speaks for itself. Kanye is an icon. Uh, I feel like we were waiting for this album for a very long time. Uh, And he had all those kind of concerts, uh, viewing, listening parties, um, which was super cool. Um, That was uh, fun to watch those. Um the people he brought out, things like that. Um and I don't know, it was a great album. I liked I mean there was how many songs on there's twenty-seven songs on the first one, not counting the deluxe. Um and it was great. Like God breathed, um Hurricane, praise God, Jonah. Twenty-four is good. I mean Heaven and Hell is a favorite of mine, Jesus Lord. Um, and then you got the part twos Um, they're great too so i mean incredible incredible stuff from kanye (laughs) but then again like do we really expect anything else um and then my favorite project of the year um this comes as no surprise as well but it's by Andy Mineo. it's called neverland Two. um this is something that my friends and i have been looking forward to for a, a while since he dropped Um, his like two small EPs, um, about the sword and the arrow, I believe. Yep. Um, we've been waiting for this and just the mix of type of songs, um, was incredible. Uh, you got, you got songs that are upbeat, um, and kind of like you throw them on your workout playlist, like been about it. And you know, the drill, the cray and words played, um, you got songs that are more deeper, kind of uh, you're thinking about them, falling, working on it. Uh, the the story with his father and the nobody's coming. You got remind me, uh, not gonna. I mean, literally every song is very different. The only one I didn't really like was Cross My Heart. And it's not a terrible song, it's just not my favorite. Um, but my favorite tracks on this is probably Remind Me, Working on It. And you know the drill, just in- incredible songs. Um, incredible project, like it has no skips. That's the thing about why it made it my favorite. Like, there's other albums that I listened to that I loved, uh, and I'm sure there's, according to other people, better albums of the year. These are just my favorites. Um, and so yeah, I, I loved it, no skips, even though like the, the Cross My Heart song isn't my favorite. I still, I'll still listen to it, still vibe with it, but. Yeah, those are my those are my three favorite albums, um, and I say favorite intentionally. Those are not necessarily the best albums of the year. They're my favorite albums. Neverland 2 by Andy, Clouds by NF, and Dawned Out by Kanye West. Uh, going into some movies. Um, this was tough. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of movies that I didn't see yet. I don't know. With... The busyness of life, graduating, getting married, all that type of stuff. I didn't get to see as many movies as I wanted to see because um, I, I I just didn't get to. Um, so these are my favorites. Um, there's ones that I haven't seen. So if it's not on the list, I'm guessing that I probably haven't seen it. Um, one of the movies I loved was The Guilty um, starring Jake Hall. Yeah, Taylor Swift, Jake Hall, Yeah, <laughs> funny. Um, he was like a, uh, a policeman did something in, uh, the line of duty that got him kind of demoted for a time, suspended. And then he was in the 911 operating room and it's just a movie of Jake Gyllenhaal, um, doing, uh, like on the phone, trying to protect somebody and there's twists, there's turns. And it's incredible. In my opinion, the reason why I loved it so much is one, Jake Gyllenhaal is just an amazing actor. The movie is basically just his face and then voices. Uh, There's other actors and stuff in the operating room. But literally, it's mostly just him. And he's able to carry that movie. He's able to make it so, so good. Um, Incredible, incredible movie. Another movie I love is The Quiet Place 2. Super, super good. Intense um acting's incredible i love john krasinski love what he's doing with that series i hope they make another one um yeah i loved it there's not much for me to say other than it was a dang good movie it had action it had heart it had drama i had everything that i could i could want um really really good movie another one i loved um i'm giving four because there's my top 2 for the year kind of could interchange I guess but the first one being Zack Snyder's Justice League uh thank you that we restored the Snyderverse for the, at least this one movie it was a great great film um it was long very freaking long 4 hours long and um I'm don't regret taking the time to watch it the multiple times that I did, you know, uh, it was just a fantastic movie. Uh, I think that, um, we should have gotten that originally. I know there was complications with his daughter or something like that, which obviously makes sense, but Josh Wheaton, I believe took it over and did abysmal job. Uh, Because this Snack Snyder version was, it was great. It was so fun to watch. It had everything that I could have wanted in a Justice League movie versus the last one that was an absolute crapshoot. Another movie I loved but didn't make my list is Eternals. I thought it was fun, entertaining. Um, I thought the story building was great but um, didn't quite make the list. But then my favorite movie of the year is Shang-Chi Legend of the Ten Rings um i love marvel movies i'm a sucker for marvel movies like the lore um everything behind them i'm more than just like a just go watch the movie be done kind of person like i i I dig deep into theories and the comics of what's going on what this could be things like that um and this movie did not let me down um action-packed like some of the best action if not the best action in marvel the cinematography was just incredible. Uh, Simu Lu is such a likable actor, uh, along with Aquafina, who's hilarious, so them together was great. Um, in my opinion, one of the best villains, uh, Shang Chi's father, Wen Wu, I believe his name is. Um, such a good villain because it had substance. A lot of villains like, don't have a reason to be a villain, I feel like, in Marvel movies. At least that's how it feels sometimes. But he is just a a man grieving the loss of his wife, who he loves. Um, and I thought the movie was just great. Um, I was entertained from beginning to end. It was funny. It was action-packed. It was, it was my favorite... MC- ah, man, that's tough. It's top three favorite MCU movies for me. 110... Percent, I absolutely love it. Um, but that's it for my movies. Actually, I'll say this: I will anticipate that on December seventeenth, my new favorite movie of the year will be Spider-Man: No Way Home. I'm just gonna put that out there. I think the movie's gonna be incredible. I'm so excited. I hope Andrew Garfield and Tom McGuire are in it, uh, and I hope it lives up all to the hype. Um, so, just putting that out there that it'll be my favorite. Uh, on to some TV shows. Um, there's there's a lot of tv shows um and i just got two kind of down um one of my favorites um is outer banks uh it's like a guilty pleasure type thing i love the story i love the characters i thought the second season was less corny than the first and therefore i loved it a lot more even though i loved the first season um i just really really enjoy the show um I love that those type of shows, kinda like the um adventure, like treasure hunting, action. Like it was just so good and the acting was great in it. Um <clears throat> the characters in it are so so good. And the actors and actresses playing them. Incredible. So I just love that. Um I mean, heck, my cat's name is Pogue because of like Pogue life and they're the Pogues, you know. So my cat's name Pogue. So if that tells you anything. Of course, Outer Banks, of course, Outer Banks uh, is going to be on my top. And they just renewed for Season 3. I'm pumped. Let's freaking go. And then the, it was just tough. So I watched a few other shows. I watched Invincible. Great show. Um, I'm, I've am i been meaning to get around to Ted Lasso. Didn't watch it. Um, but all the shows that I'm thinking about right now are Marvel shows. Um, Falcon and Witch Soldier I loved. WandaVision I loved. What If I loved. But there are two Marvel shows that have grazed my top shows. One of them still going on. But first one is Loki. I loved it. It was entertaining. I loved Tom Hiddleston. I thought the story was great. He was beautifully shot. And then the magnitude of the impact it had on the Marvel Universe. Just incredible. It had that, me on the edge of my seat. When I watched it with my wife, Jenna uh i was just geeking out i was having fun talking every week with my brother about it like it was the best um and i just loved it and then the other show that's actually airing right now is hawkeye who would have thought this is the show i was not looking forward to in the slightest um i love it like the character development with clint and kate bishop the the, the character, like the chemistry between Kate Bishop and Clint. Um, you uh, I don't want to say something. Uh, spoilers ahead if you have not seen Hawkeye episode four. But Yelena um, coming back, Natasha's sister from Black Widow. Like so much is going on. Kingpin could be in the movie Echo or Kingpin could be in the show. Echo, the daughter of Kingpin, is a major role by the Traction Mafia. You got jack the swordsman like there's so much going on and i love it and hawkeye used to be this character that i was like ah he's kind of lame love the character clint is awesome he's funny he's a b a like (laughs) you know like this is such a good show and i am so glad well that they've done done this with it so um my favorite books books i love to read i didn't read as much as i wanted to going for like 70 books this year in 2022 so we'll see see what happens um book I loved Rediscover Church by Jonathan Lehman and Colin Hansen uh a a book that um I think uh was foundational for just it's gonna be foundational for the church um as we continue to get out of this COVID season um just talks about the importance of the local church, why the body of Christ is essential. Um, I mean, the church is the dearest place on earth because it's loved by Christ. And it just gave me a new love, a newfound love, rekindled a love for the local church. And I think every single person, whether you're a church leader, um, volunteer, or just you attend the local church, you should read it. Um, it kind of deals with the issues and topics between the online things like that so it's incredible incredible another one i loved i read with a good friend of mine um finding the right hills to die on Um, i kind of read it in the middle of a little bit last year and this year i think i read it both but i I read it again so if this was on my last year then well i'm sorry but incredible you just figure out you understand this uh, theological triage like there's primary there's secondary tertiary and there's then there's a fourth category as well He uses different language for it, but it is so impactful. It's so important. Um, In our day and age with people with uh, insane opinions um, and they just want to uh, kind of bombard you with what they think is the truth um, with whatever issue and hold it close-fisted, this kind of takes that idea and says, no, we have to hold secondary, tertiary, and fourth category things Uh, open-handed because they're not primary we have to understand there's a triage here Um, it also talks about the idea of um, sectarianism Um, so kind of like the typical uh, more reformed guy uh, or girl uh, just dividing over every issue and then it talked about theological minimalism where it says oh like we just love jesus and that's it we're like no theology matters Um, So I thought this book was just incredible. Um, Everything uh, I could ever want. And I think every single Christian should read this book. It's essential. Gentle and lowly. There's not much I could say because uh, there's too much to say. Um, Foundational for people who sin and people who suffer. And that would be everybody You know, Um, Christ is for sinners and sufferers. And that's exactly what this book describes. It says that his heart is gentle and lowly. Um, Something I find interesting about the book is this is a place, the only place where Jesus actually describes his heart. Um, He describes his heart. And that is something that I think, Everyone needs to come to realize that the heart of Christ is for us. He loves us. And he calls us to take upon his yoke and to come to him. Uh, And Because his heart is gentle and it's lowly. It's meek and humble. Um, This book's foundational. And then there's a book I started reading recently, not done with it. Incredible book. It's called The War of Art. I don't remember who it's by. But Um, as I'm reading it, I'm just like, dang, if you're a creative, you love creating things, you feel written ruts, uh, like creator, creator blocks kind of read this book. Um, it's just so good. Um, favorite podcast of the year. Um, as you can tell, I'm trying to make this episode short. If I had someone else chatting with me, I might make it a little bit longer, but that's all right. Um. I was trying to get my wife, Jenna, to be on, but she's got finals in school and stuff. So, you know, it is what it is. I started a podcast this year with my brother, uh, like, very, very recently, actually, called the Chicken the Duck Podcast, and that's all my favorites just because I'm enjoying doing it. Um, if you want to listen to it, it's a banter-style podcast. We do lots of fun topics, lots of fun segments, talk about Marvel, talk about what's going on in the world. It's not necessarily like a Christian type podcast. We are Christians. So there's always that in there. Um, but uh, it's just a way for us to connect and hang out and talk and chat. And so it's great. Um, I love it. Uh, another one I love, as always, <laughs> the Can I Say the Show. Incredible podcast. Uh, my dear friend Brenna, who's going to be on the podcast here at Broken Images later today, coming out next Thursday. Um, the way she handles topics, the way she invites guests strategically. And I think even the last episode she released a few days ago, LGBTQ youth, just empowering, helpful, resourceful. Um, you can just see the character of God in the podcast episode she releases. And it's, it's incredible. I love what she's doing. Very proud of my friend. Um, and then a podcast that I thought would have been on my list. Um, And I guess it's kind of on my list. is the Rise and Fall of Mars Hill Christianity Today podcast. And I'll just say this. Because I'm planning on doing one, maybe two episodes on this. For me, as a pastor, um, I think I can discern and understand and learn a lot from it. But I also think that some people could listen to this podcast... Who are already skeptical of the church, maybe skeptical of Jesus, finish all twelve episodes and go, Yeah, I think I'm really done with this church thing, with this Jesus person. Um, and that breaks my heart. So I thought I needed more. I thought, um, yeah, maybe I'll give more opinions on it later, but um if you're gonna listen to it, listen with discernment, listen with scripture, uh pray. Talk to others about it Um, because the goal is not for you to leave the church. It's for you to fall in love with it again and fall in love with Jesus more and more. So uh, those are my favorite podcasts and kind of not favorite Um, podcast. But this is something I did different than last year. Um, Cultural moments. Uh, Favorite cultural moments. Um, So things in culture that I just love um or i got into or i been into Uh, first one that i thought was a blast was the friends reunion i'm a diehard friends fan i love friends like this was so good it was so fun to watch um the hour whatever show i thought it was incredibly fun seeing them all come back together they went on set like uh it was very well done um and man did they probably get a bag for doing that um i love the show um my wife loves the show we bonded over the show you know so seeing them reunited they all look great it's it's amazing i love it so uh closer moment number two still a big fan of fortnite play with my brother i enjoy the game it's probably my favorite video game not of all time that's black ops 2 um but i enjoy the game i enjoy playing it i have a blast The other thing that I got into in 2021, which my wife hates, but I love Funko Pops. I have a lot of them. Probably like 90, maybe 100. Um, And they're all, that's all cultural stuff, you know? Um, So I love collecting them. So if you got any Funko Pops that you're trying to get rid of, hit hit your boy up. But um, I love those. So yes, this is my favorites of 2021. I hope you enjoyed. It's kind of a different podcast than what we've been doing, but just wanted to share kind of my perspective on my favorite things of the, of, of 2021. Um, it's been a good year and excited for, for this episode again next year. Hopefully we get another person on to kind of chat with me, but, um, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. I've loved the support on all the episodes we've been doing and appreciate every one of you. Um, so, We'll see you next week for an episode with Brenda Blaine about the Can I Say That show. Until then, have a great week. Love you guys. Peace.